0: Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt, to side hustles, to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. So the standard deduction or itemizing your return, which is best for you? We dive in to that topic today. Let's do this. Okay, so both the standard deduction and itemized deduction reduce the amount of tax you pay in a given year. But which is better? Should you itemize or should you keep things simple and take the standard deduction? First of all, it's, in- it's important to note that good tax software will actually help you make that decision by automatically choosing the deduction that gives you the best savings and the best return. If you don't know what tax software to use, you can check out the list of the best tax software to get started, and that is at the CollegeInvestor.com. So first of all, let's take a look at what is the standard deduction. The standard deduction is just a way to reduce your taxable income in a given year. For example, a single person who earned fifty grand in 2021 will get a $12,550 standard deduction. That means that person will pay taxes on $37,450. 50,000 12,550. No matter how much or little you earn in a given year, you can still claim a standard deduction. The standard deduction for head of household by the way is 18,800 and then married filing jointly, just double 12,550, 25,100 is the standard deduction for tax year 2021. Now, so what does it mean to itemize your taxes? After looking at standard deduction, itemizing just means that you're using valid personal expenses to claim a deduction that's larger than the standard deduction. When you claim a larger deduction, you pay less in taxes. So, obviously, it's better to itemize your taxes when you can. However, only certain expenses can actually be itemized. The most common expenses that people itemize include... Charitable contributions, mortgage interest on up to $750,000 of the mortgage, state and local income taxes or sales tax, property taxes, and then medical expenses, which is actually worth over 10% of your income. If you don't hit that 10% mark, you can't itemize. When these types of expenses add up to more than the standard deduction, totally makes sense to itemize your return. If you don't know if you have more itemizations than your standard, your tax software choice we'll ask you to enter all that information. And then they'll just show you the difference. Reducing taxes without itemizing. Let's check that out. So itemizing isn't actually the only way to reduce your tax bill. There are plenty of legal ways to reduce this. We got a full list of the best tax breaks that currently exist today. That's the link that you can find inside this article at the Collegeinvestor.com. For example, if you contribute money to a workplace retirement plan, 401k or even a traditional IRA you can deduct the contribution from your gross income that means the person who earned 50,000 bucks and contributed 5,000 to her 401k will pay taxes on 32,450 dollars 50,000 minus 12,550 standard deduction minus the $5,000 retirement contribution deduction and that's just one example of many In addition to retirement savings, you can deduct legitimate business expenses in your Schedule C. These are things like driving expenses, materials, equipment, and more, and those are all used for your side hustle. Contributing to a health savings account, HSA, is also a great way to save for medical expenses and also avoid taxes. Some other ideas that you can claim without itemizing, educator expenses for classroom supplies, student loan interest, and even alimony you've paid. These deductions are called above-the-line deductions, and they're a fantastic way to reduce your tax bill. The -the above-the-line deductions can be combined with your standard deduction, so it makes sense to load up on the -the above-the-line deductions, where you legally can, of course. Let's keep the legality thing in mind. Now let's take a look at strategic planning so you can load up on these itemizations. With the new larger standard deductions figuring out years to itemize can be a challenge but you can find it advantageous to itemize in some years and then just not in others if that's you some strategic financial decisions can help you maximize the advantage of itemizing in certain years for example if you buy a house and pay three thousand dollars in points prepaid interest plus $2000 in mortgage interest plus 2000 bucks in property tax and then 8 grand in state income tax yeah it's probably going to make sense to itemize but and this is my favorite part you can boost that tax advantage by doubling up on charitable contributions if you donate 5 grand per year consider donating 10 in the year you bought the house maybe make a donation at the beginning and at the end of the year making up for the prior or future year missed So that gives you $5,000 extra to itemize. Then, in the next year, you can drop to the standard deduction if it makes sense. Timing big expenses like buying a house or having big surgeries or other expenses with big giving opportunities can help you maximize the benefit of itemizing in the years it makes sense. And here are some final thoughts. It can be hard to know whether it makes sense to take the standard deduction or to itemize just at first glance. However, great tax software makes this decision very easy and automatic and super fast. But every tax software package will help you figure out which is right for you just by asking you a series of questions. If you don't know what software is right for you, you know we got you covered. Check out our guide to the best tax software and all the other links that we talked about in today's podcast at the CollegeInvestor.com. Just copy and paste the title of the podcast into the search bar and you'll find it Thanks again for stopping by today. Hey, we'll talk to you again real soon.